The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1305. Today, the last episode of Jedi Business for a while, for about uh, four months or so, give or take, as we take a last look at the performance of The Last Jedi at the box office as it winds down its run in theaters. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we are coming near the end of the run of The Last Jedi in theaters. It had been playing in 2,400 locations until this weekend when it lost 700 screens, and now it's down to 1,700-ish, and it's probably going to lose more and more over the next, well, you know, maybe not next weekend, February 2nd. There's not really anything huge coming out, but February 9th, um, they've got Fifty Shades Freed coming out, and then February 16th, Black Panther is coming out, so... Yeah, it's going to start getting really hard for them to keep The Last Jedi in theaters for much longer. And as far as records go, or at least as far as the all-time charts, it has passed Frozen to get to number 9 on the global chart, and it is just below Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. It would have to make another $30 million to get to the number 8 spot, which seems somewhat unlikely. It still makes it the second-highest-grossing Star Wars movie of all time. Rogue One actually comes in, oh gosh, at number 23, and then The Phantom Menace comes in at number 28. On the domestic chart, it's a little bit higher. It's in sixth place, and maybe, just maybe, it can eke out another $13 million at home, in which case it would get into the number five spot and displace Marvel's The Avengers. And also here, it is still the second biggest Star Wars movie domestically. After The Force Awakens, Rogue One is in the number eight spot. And then we have Episode One, The Phantom Menace, number 11, and the original Star Wars, number 12. So it's all over but the shouting, as the old saying goes, and that's metaphorical as well as literal because the shouting has also kind of died down around The Last Jedi, and whether it was a horrible travesty committed against the fans of the franchise or whether it was an exciting and bold new direction and new trail being blazed by Ryan Johnson. But unfortunately, it's going to be rather impossible to say what kind of effect that actually had on the outcome of the movie. I mean, there are enough other factors playing in where you can't really say for sure that the audience score had much of an effect on it. I mean, for example, if you look at how well middle movies in Star Wars trilogies have done compared to the initial movies in the trilogies, then The Last Jedi is pretty much right on par with Empire Strikes Back and Attack of the Clones. If you consider the movies that came out soon after The Last Jedi was released versus the movies that came out soon after The Force Awakens was released, you see that the competition in the market was way stronger for the time period where The Last Jedi was out compared to when The Force Awakens was out. And sure, you know, there was enough noise made by a section of the population 
for the media to pick up on it and create some drama and say, you know, what's going on with The Last Jedi and it's disappointing fans and it's doing this, that and the other. But honestly, I think there's enough other evidence for the performance of the movie that suggests that I don't necessarily think that hue and cry really moved the needle one way or the other. And for all we know, that media attention could actually have helped The Last Jedi. You know, I think back to uh, the movie Private Parts, the Howard Stern movie, and don't worry, we're not going <laughs> in in any of the blue direction on this one, but how they were going over his um, performance charts with uh, Paul Giamatti's character and how stunned he was to hear that the people who hated Howard Stern were listening for an hour longer at a time than the people who loved Howard Stern. And the reason that they were listening for both, whether they liked him or they hated them, they said, yeah, I want to hear what he says next. And so... You know, maybe people were hate watching The Last Jedi. Maybe people were going, oh, people hate it. Oh, it's different. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe it's worth checking out. I don't know. I just, I don't think that ultimately that that moved the needle too much. And one other thing I hadn't mentioned is the fact that Scott Mendelson over at the ticket booth on Forbes had said that this was the first time in quite a few years that we had a Christmas day on a Monday, which also affects the way that people go to the movies because of that Christmas weekend. I think it affected one of the Hobbit movies, if I'm not too terribly mistaken in my recollection on that. So, so many other factors in play, it's ridiculous. I'd be curious to know if you agree with me or disagree with me on that one, though. So please do chime in. Find the post for this episode at facebook.com slash sw7x7 or just search Star Wars 7x7 on your Facebook app if you want to find it that way. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then... One last bit of audience polling data that we haven't talked about, which is supposedly now the be-all, end-all audience polling data information from PostTrack, a product provided by Comscore. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So in the past, we've talked about CinemaScore, which is one of the polling outfits that is trusted by movie studios and movie distributors and movie theater chains and whatnot, and how it got an A score, The Last Jedi did, a letter grade A for The Last Jedi. And the one we haven't talked about is Post Track, which is the one that is sort of the up-and-coming competitor to CinemaScore. CinemaScore, though, is a privately owned small outfit sort of thing, whereas Post Track, I guess, is backed up by Comscore, so it's got some major muscle behind them. And when people talk about what kind of audience a movie is particularly targeted for, they look at a quadrant where they divide people up first by men and women and then by over or under 25 years old. So men under 25, men over 25, women under 25, women over 25. And so here's where The Last Jedi sat in polling. According to Deadline Hollywood, they were reporting post-tracks numbers. It said that um, men over 25 were the majority of attendees on opening weekend with an overall 89% positive score for The Last Jedi. Men under 25 were at 25% of the audience and were 90% positive on the movie. 
Females over 25 were the next highest group at 23% of the total audience and 94% positive on the movie. And then females under 25 were the least represented audience and they were at 10% of the audience but with an 81% positive score. So all of that was worth what Deadline Hollywood says is a rare 5 out of 5 star rating for Post Track. And the number of people who said they would definitely recommend the movie was 79%, which is also a high number according to Deadline Hollywood. So from now on, as we talk about The Last Jedi, sure, we might talk about things that you know didn't quite work for us or whatever, but this business about The Last Jedi being the worst Star Wars movie of all time or betraying certain folks or anything like that, I think we're going to be done with talking about it in that language or referring to that stuff here on the podcast because honestly, I think the verdict is in and I think the majority of the fan base really actually likes the movie a lot. So yeah, let's continue on that wonderful journey that Ryan Johnson has brought us on. Let's continue to look deeper at it and ask more questions about what he's done, where he might be taking us with it, or where J.J. Abrams might be taking us with it based on what Ryan Johnson has left him to play with. Then let's just keep having fun with Star Wars, all right? (laughs) That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your head gets stuck on a battle droid body, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a series of bad puns, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.